Those with a drive to go have an undeniable calling. They are not content to simply have a transformative idea. They want to create and build. They want to wrestle challenges to the ground and bring solutions to scale. They are makers and doers. They are go-getters. Go-getters features straight-up conversations with leaders on the forefront of change who are taking action to impact our world, just as Lehigh people have done for more than 150 years. Join us as we explore their challenges, their passions, and what makes them go. Welcome to Go-Getters. Please note that the following was recorded before the disruption caused by the coronavirus, and you may hear references to things that have since changed. Please stay with us after the interview for an update from our guest, and visit our website at lehigh.edu slash go-getters for extras and bonus content. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Go-Getters. I'm John Simon. Today I'm talking with Maddie Monahan, class of 2021. Uh, Maddie, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. So um, I'm from Fairfield, Connecticut, um, and I have two sisters, Caroline and Kelly, um, and my dad, Matt and Veronica. And I went to a small all-girls high school called the Academy of Our Lady of Mercy, Laurelton Hall, where I played tennis and ran track and, of course, played field hockey, which I do at Lehigh. And I was also the captain of our school's engineering team, which won the Sikorsky STEM Challenge. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that STEM Challenge? So my junior year of high school, it was right around the time I actually decided to come to Lehigh, I entered the Sikorsky STEM Challenge with my physics teacher and my calculus teacher, Teresa Napolitano and Danielle Cratter. And we got denied at first, which was a little disheartening. But at the end of the summer, we got news that we were actually in, um, which was exciting because there's never been a girls team that made it into the challenge. It was split up into different modules throughout the school year um, where you would compete and with other schools in the area um, for Lockheed Martin Sikorsky. And they basically had you do a specific challenge, whether it be a coding or free body diagrams or all of this insane calculus um, or just all of these intricate things about a helicopter and then write a report, a real real um, scientific engineering report on it and give a presentation, a video presentation and submit it. So we did our first one and we were like, we knocked it out of the park. We had like a heart with all our names in it. <laughs> and we went to this, um, we went to this airfield and we presented and everyone was like, no, why are there hearts on your presentation? This is a serious thing. And are you making a joke out of it? And we were like, no, like this is serious. Like we think we're doing great. Um, so we got dead last in the first module, which is a little disheartening. And I was honestly pretty embarrassed because I was like, we think we're going to win. And I came, we came in like a little cocky and we we're like, well, something's pretty, pretty wrong here. So we started matching seniors and freshmen and sophomores and juniors and kind of making these small groups so that learning curves could be quickened, honestly. And so we made steady progress throughout um, the next year. And in the spring, we actually brought our final presentation to this expo and we presented in front of a lot of people <laughs> and we ended up actually winning and it was definitely my one of my greatest um, achievements and I'm one of the things I'm most proud of that I did um, and I actually was invited to speak on NPR following um, our big win and I remember saying to them I 
obviously very appreciate this and all of the things that all the nice things you guys are saying about our team but I kind of hope that one day when I'm in the workforce I was a junior in high school so I was like 16 at the time I hope that when I'm in the workforce it's not as big of a deal that women are winning these things and that hopefully one day down the road I can just see something that says Laurelton won the Sikorsky STEM challenge not women won the Sikorsky STEM challenge so it seems like passion is really important to you. So uh, can you talk a little bit about the, the path that led from high school to uh, CSB? When I came to Lehigh, I was st- declared to study mechanical engineering, although I um, did not end up continuing that. Uh, my freshman fall was a little bit of what you would call a disaster. Um, my grades were not good. I was really struggling to find my place like socially on the field hockey team um, and I wasn't really passionate about anything like I was in high school. Um, I, I loved field hockey in high school. I mean, I liked it here, but I wasn't necessarily that passionate about it because I couldn't find my place and I didn't know my role in, in academics. I had taken all the classes that I was taking freshman fall in high school, but they were so much harder and they didn't make sense to me like they did in high school, so I was really frustrated. And so my, the spring of my freshman year, I took a computer science class and I absolutely loved it. So I did a lot of research and came across the computer science and business program um, run by Hank Korth and James Hall. And I really loved everything they had to offer. So I started doing that this, literally the, probably the next week after I talked to them. And since I've joined that program, I think everything has kind of fallen into place for me and it's kind of crazy looking back to see see like how far I've come in three years and how much I was struggling um, to now where I feel like I almost have it all together. Um, So yeah, that's how I ended up there. So I ran into you on the West Coast at Lehigh in Silicon Valley. Um, And and so I'm sort of curious in this trajectory how you uh, chose to do that program and, and what impact that program had on you. I had the opportunity to fly to Silicon Valley and it was 100% the greatest experience that I've had um, throughout my college career and honestly probably my life because it has taught me so much about um, Lehigh first of all, Lehigh alumni, um, Silicon Valley and all it means to be in Silicon Valley and, and also more importantly about myself and a lot of the things that I wasn't, that I didn't know about myself I kind of figured out at Lehigh Silicon Valley. So elaborate on that. What did you figure out about yourself? So I was sitting, it was, I think it was the second to last day. We were sitting with Ann Lunas, who's the CMO of Adobe, who's a Lehigh alum, and Sandy Stelling from Alaskan Airlines. And they had us, they asked us, what is our story? If someone were to ask you, tell your story, and it not be anything on your resume. And you couldn't say anything that was on your resume in your story. You could like allude to it, but you couldn't say, I did this, 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 and this. So that's pretty difficult because then you really have to think about who you are as a person, which is not something you always do when creating a resume or even interviewing for something. You don't always talk about your personality and what you stand for. You talk about what you've accomplished and what you've done. So this was definitely really challenging for me. Um, But I kind of realized that in starting from my sophomore and junior year of high school when I started getting um, recruited to play field hockey in college, I remember being told so many times that I was good at passing and I had the ability to see things and I was, I could draw good connections on the field. And I kind of realized 
while I was writing on a chair in Silicon Valley, but that's kind of what ties everything about me together is that I really like finding connections and I think that's, I draw energy off of other people and I, I find passion and excitement and energy and doing things that allow me to grow my network or take advantage of all the opportunities that come my way, even if sometimes it does make my plate a little too heavy to carry. But I think that um, for me, that's kind of what I've learned about myself is that that I wouldn't say no to an opportunity because just because I, I like to explore it, whether I think it's going to be really interesting or not so interesting. I kind of just t- tend to uh, just to it. <laughs> so, uh, so I encountered an article on the, on the, uh, the field hockey website and, and it's entitled, uh, getting on the rocket ship. Uh, and it features you among some of your other teammates. So you want to talk a little bit about this? Sure. So, um, when I was at Silicon, Lehigh Silicon Valley, um, we were told one day in a speech or a story that about this person in their career and they said, you know, if there's a rocket ship and there's a seat, you don't really question what seat it is, you just get on it. And me and my roommate Anna Lehman were like, that's just likely I feel lucky for us. I mean, I didn't come here with the intention of, I had no clue what I was walking into. And I knew that in the past it hadn't seen, the program hadn't seen the success that it had worked for. Um, but um, with Caitlin Dahlmeyer, head coach, coming in and, and our assistant coach, Taylor Dyer, I think that things are starting to change. And a lot of that is because of our culture and knowing your role. And for me, I really don't care what I'm doing on the field hockey team um, because I love being a part of it and I love working for something bigger than myself. And one day the program will see extreme success as we already have. And Justin LaFleur, does a great job of showing all of the different successes our team has, both big and small. And I think that it's really exciting to be a part of something that is starting from the ground up and whether that be our culture being so great right now or small wins like beating BU for the first time in program history this year or beating Lafayette our freshman year in overtime with a dog pile on the field. It was like these things are something that a lot of other programs that I was looking at or a lot of other programs that I have friends that don't get to experience and I like being a part of it because it's so hard to be a part of it. But when you do see success, it's even even better than you would ever have imagined. So you're a junior now, mm-hmm. um, a second semester junior, and so you must be entering that, that period where capstone experiences become important uh, for completing your degree. So what are you working on? So we actually got our selections um, about two weeks ago. Um, So we actually came up to Mountaintop Campus and we met with all of the different um, companies that were going to be working with the Computer Science and Business um, Capstone program this year. And there was an incredible array of companies. Um, The EY was there, Olympus was there, even um, the Financial Engineering Master's Department was there working on a Falling Knives project with the stock market and they wanted Computer Science Capstone people to be working on it. So... They were all really interesting to me, but the last one that I met with was this idea that um, it's called Coach Al, and young people with neurological disorders, whether it be autism or uh, there was a very large list that if they ride a bike at a certain RPM for a certain amount of time, that their chances of leading a relatively normal lifestyle increase like drastically. So basically, 
it's creating this application to interface with a bike where um, where students will be able to ride and hopefully we will be able to meet some of them and see um, how it works. But even though we're already two weeks in, I'm just really excited and passionate about what we're doing because I feel like I can make a really big difference in in people's lives and young people. So uh, you commented that you like to see connections, your ability to see connections between things. So, uh, so in this string of dots, what's the next connection for you? Yes. So um, as I mentioned before, I after the Sikorsky STEM Challenge, I was offered a role as an intern for Sikorsky um, in their advanced programs group after my freshman year. So I interned with them. Um, doing a lot of engineering stuff with helicopters. Um, but then my sophomore year, I kind of realized that I wanted to do something a little different and more aligns with what I was studying, which was computer science and business. And I have added, um, my, I'm on the entre- entrepreneurship track. So I applied for a bunch of roles in, in, in business technology. So a lot of Manhattan banks um, that had a really strong technology group. So I, in interviewed for Morgan Stanley's Wealth Management Technology Group, and I'm very fortunate to have been offered a position, and I loved it. Last year, I actually worked for a Lehigh alumni, and she told me that on the last two weeks of the internship, she was leaving, so that um, I should learn everything and everything she was doing, so that after eight weeks, for the last two weeks of my internship, I would do her job which was so awesome and also frightening at the same time. But I think I grew so much as a person because I was, it's a project manager, business analyst role. So basically I was leading this group of people that were probably double my age about a software project that I was only familiar with for eight weeks. So I definitely learned a lot about myself and about um, how I like to be a leader and how I like to um, start up conversation and how to seek seek um, advice from my peers and and my higher ups and how I go into conflict. And so that was a great experience. But at the end of the summer, I um, interviewed and was offered a position for at Citigroup in investment banking in the healthcare division run by Chris Height, who is also Lehigh alum. Um, so I'm really excited about that. So hopefully that will be a great experience. And I know a lot of Lehigh people work there. So I'm really excited to uh, get started in, in June. Let's take a short break. Now's the time to join Lehigh's Virtual Alumni Book Club. Join hundreds of fellow alumni to explore discussion-worthy books throughout the year in an easy and engaging online forum. To sign up, visit gocampaign.lehigh.edu engage. How can artificial intelligence be used to combat human trafficking? What will future finance jobs look like? How do algorithms improve efficiency? If you're looking for insight on current hot topics or just love to learn, join a Mountain Talk. In these 30-minute video chats brought to you by Alumni Relations, a Lehigh expert shares new discoveries and perspectives on challenges facing our world today. Listen live or on demand. Visit gocampaign.lehigh.edu engage. Welcome back to Go-Getters. We're talking with Maddie Monahan. So, so you were a student athlete mentor for some of your time here. So, um, what did what did that teach you? So, I think the biggest thing being a student athlete mentor taught me was that 
it's okay to talk about your failures, I think. And I think that's something that a lot of people, especially I think student athletes and just people in general, don't like to talk about things that they didn't do, like didn't accomplish or didn't succeed at. And I think that it really gave me a platform to be able to talk about the things I failed on and ways that I got around them and hopefully um, to help other people who are in my position um, overcome those struggles. And being a student athlete, especially at a challenging institution like Lehigh, is so difficult. And we don't talk about how difficult it is enough, I don't think. Um, I think that there's this facade or this this idea that everything's perfect and happy and everyone is so happy 24-7, loving what they do, never gets upset, never struggles, and is always just performing at peak performance. And I don't think that that's necessarily true, but I think that that's what the vision is, right? And I think that the more freshmen that understand that that that's, doesn't have to be the case, and that isn't the case, that you thought in high school that everything was going to be perfect because it's not, if I could use that platform to get through to some people, I think that that would be the main goal. So so often um, when one encounters failure, it's because one is taking risk. So, so how do you view yourself and your willingness to actually take risks? I think that small things may make me nervous, but big things don't necessarily make me nervous. So, for example, um, I had a return offer to go back to Morgan Stanley this summer, and I decided to completely, completely switch what I was doing and doing investment banking, um, which is so totally not what I expected to be doing. That's what my father does, but I never thought that I would be in a position to be doing that, nor did I think that that's something I wanted to do, but it really excited me and I really wanted to be a part of it. But that was a big, big change for me um, that I'm not necessarily, I'm nervous about it because I, I am going to work really hard and hopefully do well. But for me, I think that you can't be nervous when you go into obstacles or challenges or opportunities because you're never going to be at your best or be able to perform at your best um, when doing so. So I try not to um, be as nervous when I make those kinds of decisions. Um, But that's not to say I'm not a nervous person. I definitely, uh, even this morning, I was a little nervous when we stepped onto the track, but... um, (laughs) but, um, That could be the competitive nature. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that um, in regards to risks, I... I try to find things that I know about myself to be true and work to be successful at them um, because I know those things will never fail me and I know that my values and things that I believe in and believe others um, to be, I think, will be succe- will help me be successful. So, so it, it might surprise you. I, I actually want to go back to this fall when you actually sent me an email. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it might surprise you to learn actually how few students uh, write me directly by email, except after this podcast comes out, where it's probably <laughs> now going to increase. Uh, so, uh, so can we talk a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, about because I think it's another case of uh, you know passion-driven objective. So. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what motivated you to write? Sure. So this summer, they Morgan Stanley had a intern conference panel um, type of thing where they had invited a bunch of really successful women all over the bank to talk about their career, their path to get where they are today, things they would have told themselves in college or at the beginning of their career, their first year and their analyst years. And 
it really I, it really got through to a lot of people at the conference. And even though it was someone completely in a different division or a different sector of the bank, that the things were very common. The, the struggles and the challenges and the things they wish they told their younger self um, were really important. And I think that from being a student-athlete mentor and seeing it kind of portray itself in different ways, like I think that um, learning from people that have been through things before you, especially really successful women um, at a Wall Street bank, is was really empowering. So I had the idea, not really sure when I came up with the idea this fall, that I wanted to do it at Lehigh because I was thinking about all of the crazy successful women that have come through Lehigh, and not necessarily just women. Obviously, there are su- very successful men too, but I think it's important that there is something about women and obviously there were so many men at the the conference I went to but I think it was really really empowering um for for me and I wanted to bring that experience to Lehigh where I've had so many great experiences because I think it's something that could really get through to a lot of Lehigh students in a bunch of different ways and I am excited about it hopefully something like it or um hopefully the idea comes in some sort of way well, we really appreciate it. I mean, as you know, uh, we're on the uh, verge of st- uh, celebrating 50 years mm-hmm. of women at Lehigh, and, and we are thinking of a series of events starting this spring. And, and actually, I hope you'll stay engaged with us in brainstorming about what would be the most impactful things to do. I'm going to switch gears and do some of the lightning round. You have a New Year's resolution? Read more books and be more positive. Uh, last show you binge-watched. Jack Ryan. Good choice. Are you an early bird or a night owl? I have become an early bird because of the field hockey team at Lehigh. <laughs> well, we'll let Caitlin know that. <laughs> uh, Linderman or Fairchild Martindale? Definitely Fairchild Martindale. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook? Instagram. What's your favorite place on campus? Mm, Williams. Wow. Any other hobbies? So... My roommates and I have actually decided that halfway through the semester, we always stop cooking and start um, going out to eat a lot and to save money and to be healthier. We have decided to start following food bloggers and create really good, healthy meals every night. So that is something that we do. And we have Coach follow our blog so she um, can see all the healthy things we're eating. Oh, that's really cool. So what do you like to cook? So tonight we are making sweet potatoes with, um, we have some steak that we bought from from, from Wegmans, but my favorite has been buffalo chicken stuffed sweet potatoes. If you weren't playing field hockey, what sport would you play? Soccer. I only quit soccer because my younger sister was very a lot better than me, and I wanted to try something else. <laughs> uh, the comp- it was the competitive urge. Yeah, yep, that's yeah, the only yeah. reason I not stopped playing soccer and started feel lucky. <laughs> yeah, if you could meet anyone in the world, who would you want to meet? Hmm. Yeah, those require thought. I would like to say someone um, more inspirational, but Yankees pitchers reported today, so Garrett Cole. what do you think you'll remember most about lehigh how much fun i've had being a part of so many different things definitely the people i think before anything else and 
all the great things that I've been a part of. Especially Good Minute at Sunrises, <laughs> which are stunning. You think you'll ever forget running up the hill? Nope, never. Definitely not. <laughs> Sometimes I see it in my nightmares. I mean, I think I told you the story once that Caitlin invited me to go running with the team. I think it was the year before you came. And I remember being out uh, where the cross-country uh, races start and asking them if they wanted to go back to practice or run around the cornfield. And the answer was, this is a lot easier than practice. Can we <laughs> run around the cornfield? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I, I don't think I was there for that. But you did give our pregame speech the night we beat Lafayette in overtime. I, I do you remember did. the pregame speech. Yeah. Maybe you should do it again this year because last year didn't turn out as well as we hoped. So you have to come next. No, year. but you had a good season last we year. We did. We had a great season. Yeah. A lot of great things happened. I can't wait for next fall. This is Caitlin Dahlmeyer, head coach of the women's field hockey team at Lehigh University. This has been Go-Getters, a podcast from Lehigh University hosted by President John Simon. Special thanks to our guests today, Maddie Monahan, class of 2021, field hockey student athlete here at Lehigh University, and a special athlete of mine as her coach. It was certainly a pleasure to be able to hear her Lehigh experience and the special people that have impacted her along the way. Thanks also to our sound engineer, James Plotkin, co-producers Aaron Firestone and Janet Norwood, and the Lehigh University Office of Development and Alumni Relations. For more on Lehigh field hockey and to follow our upcoming travels, visit lehighsports.com. You can find Maddie's cooking blog, the cooking triplets on Instagram. Go Lehigh. This is Janet Norwood, one of the co-producers of Go Getters, and I am catching up with Maddie Monahan, who is finishing her Lehigh semester from her home in Fairfield, Connecticut. Thanks for your time today, Maddie. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, I finally have gotten into a rhythm of taking my classes. I actually have an exam today, which is um, interesting, as, as they all are now. And um, and trying to adjust to real life, and I definitely miss Lehigh and Bethlehem a lot. You told me you were just before this call on a Zoom meeting with your field hockey team. How are you guys yes. doing, and how are you staying connected? So we have um, pretty much daily phone calls with our team, whether it be our coaches or our um, sports psychologists, which are really helpful. And we did a work we did a workout on Zoom. Um, and we did a cooking class. So we've been doing a lot of things to try to stay connected and reaching out to our coaches. And they're doing a really good job of staying connected with us. And I think that we've all kind of bought into this new reality of our training and our, our, our athletic culture that's so remote. But it's definitely tough, but I think it's going pretty well. And um, I think, like, like, the sports psychologist um, – pretty much twice it's twice a week so I think that's really beneficial for us right now what has the mood been like um it's definitely different than it was in the first couple weeks but it's still a lot of confusion because it's so hard not knowing um like the future and at first when like the spring sports were canceled we were so heartbroken for our friends and for the other members of the Lehigh Athletics team that got their seasons and their like their careers cut short and, like, especially teams that were had a great run, like the men's lacrosse team was projected to do so well, which, so that was really upsetting. But for us, like, we were never thinking that 
it could last until the fall. And now we're see, we're seeing and talking about the possibility, like all the different possibilities of this being extended into the fall season. So it's a lot of uncertainty, but um, we're trying to stay positive and, and work like we have a fall season um, and everything will be as normal, even though it may not be because I mean, at this point, everything is so uncertain in the world. So. So Lehigh students were on spring break when the decision was made to go to remote learning. How did that situation unfold for you? Um, so I was actually on spring break. I was in the Bahamas, and we were eating breakfast. And we saw the email, and we were um, a little shocked. We were definitely shocked. But I, at first, I think people were not thinking it was going to be the full semester. I think it was just, like thinking it would be two weeks. And even in, for like a week when we got home, I was unsure that this was real. Like I just completely felt so, so surreal. So um, I, I think it was a little bit of like an aftershock. Like I still kind of think it's, I'm not really fully comprehending what's going on, but um, it's nice that um, like in today's age that we have so much technology to stay connected with our, our teachers and, and our like, peers and our teammates and our friends because um, like 50 years ago this would be a completely different world. So you had plans for a summer internship in Manhattan. Has that changed? Yes. So I was working at, I'm interning at Citigroup this summer in their investment banking um, division and we got an email um, saying that they're pushing the start date to July and we, they are offering or committing to hiring a majority of this class to be full-time as long as we can complete the minimum requirements of the program, which is really exciting. And although it's not confirmed, that it definitely relieved a lot of stress that I think a lot of interns had. And I know a few other companies that had done the same thing, um, a couple of the accounting firms already, but it's definitely... One, I'm ups- I'm upset, obviously, that I will not be able to live in Manhattan in June. But, I mean, there's still potential that I could be there in July, although it seems pretty unlikely at this moment. It's still not off the table, and we will have some sort of internship starting in from July to August, so five weeks. Um, so that's really, I feel very much relieved about that, whereas I, I know my a lot of my friends had their internships canceled, so I feel very fortunate that in this time, like, my internship, and the company that I work for was so understanding and tried to make this um, as stress-free for its interns and its employees. It seems like you've always been a planner. You've always been kind of very thoughtful about your Lehigh experience and the things you wanted to undertake. Um, and, of course, there's no way you could have planned for this. Is there anything you're taking away from this experience yet? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things um, to be taken from this. and. We've talked about it a lot, um, but as athletes, just that obviously injuries can end your career in the blink of an eye, but you would never think in a million years a pandemic would end your career. So it kind of makes you step back and realize like how lucky we are to be at such a great institution with like good athletic programs and feel supported by our peers and our coaches and the department and how we really shouldn't take that for granted. And like we, I personally, we wake up and run at five five thirty in the morning for field hockey, and I never in a million years would miss something so much, but we do, and 
all of the things that are tough to go through, like playing a sport at school, I would do anything right now to be doing them all day. I would run all day on the track if that meant that I could go back to school and everything would be normal. So I think it definitely when we eventually do get back to school, hopefully sometime, that everyone just plays and acts and treats each other like nothing is guaranteed because it isn't. And I think it's like a harsh reality, but I think it's so easy as college students and college student athletes to not think about that because you're so busy all the time and you don't really always have time for these deep thoughts, but it's so true. And I think it's definitely something that me and my roommates have talked about that, like we have to be more gracious human beings because this has kind of been a wake up call. Right. Well, thanks again, Maddie, for the update. We wish you all the best for the rest of the semester. Please stay well and keep in touch. You too. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Go-Getters, a podcast from Lehigh University hosted by President John Simon. Special thanks to sound engineer James Plotkin, co-producers Aaron Firestone and Janet Norwood, and the Lehigh University Office of Development and Alumni Relations. For more on Mountaintop and Creative Inquiry at Lehigh, visit creativeinquiry.lehigh.edu.